Hey everyone, this is Dan with The Wealthy Retailer, and you're joining this podcast today because you're in or around retail, and the topics that we touch on, dive into, are really connected to you. My guest today is Ryan Belder. Ryan is with Unlimited Skate and Snow, uh, a couple of stores here in the Rocky Mountains, and um, I'm going to let Ryan tell us his story. Ryan, man oh man, thank you so much for joining us today. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I appreciate it. So give us your background. Tell us tell us a little bit about you, and then we'll dig into Unlimited and the, and the story over there. Okay. Um, I, uh, I grew up in Rocky Mountain House, Alberta, so pretty small town. Um, kind of ended up going uh, sort of the, the blue-collar, roughneck kind of direction into oil, and I was up north in Fort McMurray for a couple of years until I kind of realized I needed to get out of there immediately <laughs> do something follow my heart do something a little more enjoyable and follow my passions rather than just chasing the dollars or whatever so um in a roundabout way i ended up uh kind of just trusting my gut and and getting out to Banff, out to the mountains um i was dumping a bunch of cash into my gas tank driving out from red deer or calgary or edmonton or wherever i was living at the time every single weekend so um yeah, I ended up getting a couple job offers out here in Banff, and uh, I picked the uh, lowest paying one, but uh, the one that felt the best <laughs> to my heart, and uh, started working retail at Unlimited Skate and Snow here. So um, I kind of started at the uh, just at the salesman level on the on the sales floor, and then kind of immediately made it known that I was a giant uh, nerd and wanted to get into buying and <laughs> learning about all the new uh, gear and stuff. So, right, right. Yeah. And yeah, so for and, those that don't know. <laughs> I mean, Unlimited is an is an iconic store in in Banff, and yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're coming up on twenty five years uh, yeah. this this coming next next year. So that yeah. is so fabulous. And so, Ryan, yeah. I mean, are you a are you a, a homegrown ski bum? Is that the deal? You, uh, you love the I mountain. Mean, yeah, yeah, I love it. I I mean, when I was younger, I only got to go a couple times a year because we lived a few hours away, and I'm the youngest of four children, so we didn't have a ton of cash to throw around, but. Um, yeah, and then I just kind of started following my passions and, you know, I've had a, a season pass out here for the past, I don't know, 25 years or something probably. So That is awesome. And how much yeah. do you get out every day or every week? Um, I, I try to get out. I mean, back when I was a little younger, I, I'd try for 100 days a season, but um, now it's kind of more like maybe 60 or something like that. That's um, awesome. But yeah, it's a, I, I wouldn't say I'm a fair weather snowboarder, but right. I definitely pick and choose my days a little more, yeah. a little more selectively. Yeah. yeah. And so let's just talk about you know snow, um, you know your your role. Talk to us about your role with Unlimited. I know what it is, but share with our listeners, you know, really what your role encompasses today with Unlimited. Yeah. Um, so I've been doing all the men's buying at uh, for both of our shops, as well as all the hard goods up until this year. Um, Actually, Maddie, the uh, women's buyer at the store, has now taken over buying the women's hard goods, which I think is really cool. Like to have that, uh, you know, that passion behind the women's hard goods. It's, it's, I don't know, it's just kind of a natural progression, and I think mm-hmm. it's cool to have like the women's passion behind that women's hard good product. Um, so yeah, so now I'm doing all the men's hard goods, all the men's um, fashion and accessories and everything, um, and then. Uh, we've kind of ended up separating a bit more into like specialized roles at the shop as we've grown and gotten bigger and Mm -hmm. the business has gotten hungrier for a little more, um, management and, you know, with social media, having a web store, um, there's tons of different things going on that 
one or two people just can't handle in a in a business that big so yeah so i'm more kind of specialized into just buying now and um doing you know just general anything i can to help products sell better at the store basically right <laughs> yeah that's good and do you still get to spend time on the floor yeah it's kind of it's kind of left to my discretion now like whenever i have time so right now i'm kind of in like the heaviest buying time of the year right um we're buying for next winter's product basically so mm -hmm. not only are we buying uh next fall's fashion but we also on top of that have all the hard goods um outerwear goggles mittens neck tubes toques that kind of thing so right now is like a heavy time i'm not on the floor much um but every right. time i get a chance i love being on the floor with with customers and chatting with people because that's kind of my <laughs> my personality type i guess i right. just like being around people so and it's yeah, our favorite I, place to hang out is on the floor. I mean, absolutely. We've yeah. got to be working. I love sales. So yeah. it is, it is fun. Like I definitely get, get sucked into it. When I walk through the store, I'll, I'll try to chat with people and I don't know any, any excuse not to go down and actually get to work. Right. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's true. I mean, that's the thing, yeah. right? I think that's what a lot of people forget that being on the floor isn't really like work. You no, know, you're just building relationships. You're just yeah, chatting with like-minded people. Yeah. I mean, you're flipping off most of the day on the floor. It's not for those of us that look at the floor as not being work. You know, that's an escape for us to get away from work. Man, oh, yeah. man, is that a story for retailers? Hey, put people on yeah. the floor that really want to be there. Yeah, know, for sure. I know a lot of people that, you know, they're, they kind of shy away from uh, personal interaction and stuff. And I'm kind of a social butterfly, I guess. Right. I love like interacting with people and chatting and talking about gear and nerding out on stuff and so for me I, I always really enjoyed the sales floor i never i never got into buying to to like hide in the basement or to get away from selling i mean at some point you know it's nice to mix it up a little bit and for have sure. a little more variety in your day but mm -hmm. yeah i think selling is like i don't know it's not really even a job really like if i wasn't on the sales floor i'd probably be hanging out at a snowboard shop anyways right so right. yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So good point. Okay, listen, I want to talk a little bit about you know, the decision that that Dave made, Dave Carlson, the owner at Unlimited, made um is it 6 years or 7 years ago now, Ryan, to at join least, the yeah, Management One yeah. family. You know, yeah. we'll give a little plug for Management One. They are the foremost you. authority. Uh, yeah, woohoo. They're the foremost authority in forecasting, in merchandise planning, in merchandise intelligence. <laughs> and Ryan and the team at Unlimited were early adopters. You know, when you know, when the time at the time the CEO at Canadian Retail Solutions, Scott Smith, who, you know, has has been a guest on our podcast, a you know, a close, close, close personal friend. Um, you know, Scott, you know, was part of that advocate or was an advocate for, you know, that early adoption. And so I'd like you to maybe share with us, you know, maybe some of the trepidation, you know, the, <laughs> the skepticism, you know, yeah. that comes from, you know, having this 12 month plan and where you were, don't, don't be afraid to be, you know, fairly honest <laughs> about where you were to what you're, where you are today and how you're buying 12 months from now with a level of confidence you know, an intelligence yeah. that maybe, you, I don't want to steal any of your thunder. So, you know, walk us through that. Yeah. Um, so I guess Scott, uh, Scott Smith, he, um, he did, uh, kind of present it to us along with uh, a bunch of you guys. And he, uh, he kind of brought it to us as, you know, something that would kind of shed light on all, all areas of the business and show us how to do our jobs better. Right. And as a buyer, it's, 
it was like probably for me more than anyone in the shop it was super scary because it essentially kind of shows i don't want to say all my mistakes but definitely like right all the all the places in the business where we can improve right so if i had been overbuying in a certain area or almost every area <laughs> you know that would come to light uh and you know and as the as the men's buyer and the hard goods buyer i i was buying probably three quarters of the stock in the store so um i, I mean it was obviously kind of scary for dave and jen the owners um right. because they had to pay for it and they had to commit to the system and um but and they they needed to know whether uh maddie and myself would embrace it as the buyers and to really invest ourselves in it and or if we'd be scared and you know it'd be a waste of money so um we basically did a, a month or two of it and immediately started seeing just like pinpoint like actions that would immediately impact uh the profitability of our store so um it was it was like pretty crazy because off the first few months uh we ended up with a lot of actions that we needed to take like right. pretty drastic stuff but as time went on uh and we adjusted our buying style and adjusted um our yeah our strategy i guess like now it's just small things here and there and it's stuff that we've been trained to kind of find ourselves almost so um we're able to read the the reports and you know dig deeper into into the numbers and find little ways to nitpick and find more margin here, turn product faster there, like, um, and really affect our margin and the return on investment. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, it, it was really scary. And I'm honestly, like I kind of mentioned before, I'm more of a people person. I'm not a real analytical numbers person. Um, whereas Maddie is, so it's kind of good to have different people on the team that feed off different parts of it. But, um, the more we dig into it, it gets pretty addictive and you right. can really, really like chase after it. And like, you know, it really, you know, I'm, I'm more of a sports guy, I guess, really. So when I get analytics that way, I kind of feed off it. Like, right. you know, so when, when it's presented to me or when I'm able to dig into it, I can just see little things here and there to grasp onto and like really chase after whether it's, you know, some discounts or, um, just faster turn by displaying right. things better or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'm going to say that, you know, I mean, I am, I'm wholeheartedly in love with management one and what they do. <laughs> I'm a huge advocate, but, yeah, but this is really not about management one. This was about, or is about your ability to adopt a tool into your process that has given you you know, the opportunity to look at what you've been doing differently. It, it, that tool may be the best tool on the planet in my mind, but it is still about, you know, Ryan's ability, you know, Maddie's ability, Dave's ability, you know, to, to, to invest in a tool that actually yeah. has changed the business. Yeah. Yeah. And even the biggest thing I see too, is not only just investing in like purchasing the tool or mm. paying for it or whatever. Um, it's also, uh, I'm not explain this, but, um, basically like investing in the people and the time yeah. and the effort to, to dig deeply into it. Right. Like yeah. I always say, like, if you, even if you were to just get management one and start, get your monthly report card from your affiliate and have, have the wizard for management one come and say, you need to do these five things this month that would so drastically improve your business and your profitability it's insane but if you're if you have an amazing boss like i do who is willing to put more um people on the job basically pay a little more for to have 
epic staff that'll dig into it and really crush it um that's another thing too where really we don't just like get a report card and do a few actions we all month are like nitpicking at it and digging through it and finding things in it like it really if you want to think about it that way it gives you a lot more work to do but it's all worked for a purpose it's not just spinning your wheels it's like we actually get like we come up with jobs for ourselves that we're like oh this class you know maybe it's let's say for example men's hoodies in the store if it's sucking wind we can dig into it and figure out what the problem is whether it's right you know we're displaying it improperly or you know, we need to freshen up the stock or whatever the case is. And you, you come up with more work for yourself, which, you know, it's not like we all are not busy enough, but if you're, if it's all work that makes your business more profitable, then you can invest another person into doing those tasks and stuff. It's, it's cool. And it's very much about realigning how you think about the business. It isn't as much about you know, being able to analyze the data, but it is a realignment of the way you think and the way you look at the business. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, awesome. Especially, especially for someone like myself, like I said, who is not necessarily like an analytical numbers person. Right. <laughs> like, I look at it as like, build relationships, sell to those people, you know? Like, you know, if you build a relationship and make somebody comfortable in the store, when it's time for them to purchase something, they're going to come to us and purchase it. But right. there's so much more on the back end where we can, you know, make sure that when they do come to the store, we have the exact perfect brand mix and the exact perfect product mix and the right amount of things and we're turning stuff fast enough. So, And I think, Ryan, that's a really great segue into the power of science when married with the art on the floor. I mean, yeah. you're looking at it from a very scientific level. You know, this is why these hoodies are or are not working. And mm-hmm. it's not about you know, the customer or the salesperson, as much as it is, you take ownership of the inventory and say, hey, we're outsized, we're outcategoried, we're oversized or over displayed. I mean, you're really looking at the business, you know, through a very critical eye, a judgmental eye, which I think gets you a better result. Yeah, for sure. It definitely, um, if you're not a a humble person, you will be (laughs) after using (laughs) M1. Like you... You can't you can't BS through it and and make excuses like if if you have a hoodie that's in the store for three months it's had its chance in the sun and it hasn't sold then there's a reason and it's time to get rid of it like right, right now right you're, if you're not turning it fast enough you either didn't display it right or you bought the wrong stuff or mm-hmm. whatever but really it doesn't matter it's just time to move on to the next thing and it just helps you make those decisions like that like right. you're not you know and you're not so invested like oh man I really like that hoodie and it didn't sell like why didn't it sell maybe i have bad style or whatever the case but it doesn't matter it's just get rid of it move on to the next thing move make on. the best choice and right. it just helps you just make those decisions quick and mm-hmm. with numbers and math and science behind it which right. is awesome because if you're emotional then it's hard to let stuff go when you're invested in it right for sure for sure hey listen yeah. you guys have just come through what i would call a big <clears throat> big rental right? Yeah. 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 You know, and, yeah. and so totally. how much of that, you know, you know, when you're planning your buy and your merchandise assortment, you know, how connected was that to the, to the reno? Yeah. Uh, well, it kind of was a quick snap decision. So, um, through some random circumstances, we ended up kind of getting pushed in the direction of renovating. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, we, we didn't necessarily buy, uh, leading up to the renovation with the renovation in mind. Um, we bought 
you know, we're on main street in Banff. We get 7 million tourists a year walking past our store. And, um, you know, we had to move for two months into a temporary space that wasn't on main street. So, um, that did affect things for sure. But that being said, um, the, you know, our monthly M1 meetings and being able to dig into those numbers and, and see the, which classes actually, some of them actually benefited from being in a different space and some of them, it was a negative thing. Right. right. So, but we could see it immediately and we didn't, you know, we're not going to get to the end of our winter season and go, Oh no, we're left over with too much of this product or whatever. It's you, you see it as you go. So um, there's no surprises and it's definitely been super helpful because now that we're back in our space on main street in our brand new, beautiful renovated space, um, we, we can action those things right now and really, focus on those things that needed to be you know addressed yeah awesome awesome and so okay you talked about you know you're heavy into buying season um and not only are you buying for fall but you're buying your hard goods for next winter right now and so (laughs) you know how much anxiety (laughs) you know do you have about buying when you know you're in a business that is you know, wholly dependent on, you know, weather and tourism, not wholly. De- I mean, it is, it is wholly dependent on weather, you know, no, yeah, no yeah, snow, absolutely. no hard goods, um, yeah, but I even mean, the tourist market. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, you never know who's going to get off the plane uh, next year. Right. Um, but uh, we, I mean, our buying strategy is so different now. I mean, really we figure out our, our budgets and we buy, let's say just for, sake of mm-hmm. i don't know an example we we buy maybe 90 percent of our budget so right. um if we have a year where we, we sell 90 percent of what we projected to sell we're fine you right. know but if we crush it and we sell 110 percent or 120 percent uh then you know we buy in season and we have all of that available to us and we're able to react super fast um whereas back in the day <laughs> we'd buy 180 percent of what we needed for the season <laughs> And then you get M1 and they tell you that you need to put 50% of it on sale. So, right. um, yeah, depending on if we have a bad snow year or, you know, some weird random thing happens and less people come here, you know, then we're pretty prepared for it. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, it is it is a little stressful buying hard goods. It's, uh, you know, most people that buy for fashion stores, they're, they're turning fast, right? They're turning right. product through the store quickly. Um, but there's only one winter season per year and you, you don't buy three times for it. You buy once for it and you buy early. Right. So, um, we have snowboards landing in August and September, right. Um, for a snow season, you know, those hills don't open until November 10th or so. So yeah, it's kind of a different model, but, um, yeah, you just gotta, I mean, I've been doing it for 13 years now, so I'm a little more comfortable with it. And doing it well, <laughs> Ryan. I mean, let's, uh, you know, you, you. <laughs> you do it really well. I mean, your ability to adopt, you know, that tool and, and new ideas and a new way of thinking is commendable. I mean, that's part of the challenge in independent retail today. You know, people are so stuck in the way they've always done it. And here they yeah. are expecting a different result. I mean, you guys yeah. are a shining example. I mean, there's got to be a ton of, you know, fear when you're buying 14 or 15 months in advance you know, or landing goods 14 or 15 months, trying to, we're planning to land those goods 14 or 15 months, you know, out, 
mm-hmm. you know, what happens when or what happens if, and your ability to react and adopt. I mean, you guys are just a, I mean, a shining example of a wealthy retailer. I mean, you got Oh, it. you're making me blush. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, listen, I want you to, before I get off the unlimited topic, I want you to tell everybody, you know, exactly how to find you guys, you know, where to get their gear, um, where to check you out. Uh, okay, well, I mean, the easiest way is if you're if you're coming from Calgary or Empton or, or anywhere in eastern Canada, you get off on the first exit into Banff and we're the first store on Main Street. So you're going to drive past a lot of hotels. We're kind of connected to the parking lot with the big grocery store in town. So um, 319 Bath Avenue. We are, uh, I don't know where you're going to see a fancy sparkly new storefront that we just renovated. So, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. uh, definitely come in. We got a, a massive selection and, uh, the best part about our shop is that you're not getting staff that are regurgitating stuff off of a website or out of a catalog. Everybody at our shop is super passionate about snowboarding, skateboarding, um, fashion. They all live it every day. And, Every month, our boss takes us for a shop ride day with the whole staff, and one of the brands we sell comes out with all their demo boards. So, all the staff have ridden every brand in the store. Everybody is out, you know, 60 to 100 days every year. Um, you're getting firsthand information from passionate, amazing human beings. All our staff are super awesome. So, that's kind of our that's our spot in that's the industry. Awesome. It's it's you know if you're buying hard goods or you know snowboard gear in in a city or you know online you're definitely missing out on um getting actual you know experienced (laughs) advice and it that makes a huge huge difference when you you know if you have a wide foot or a skinny foot or you want something real specific these are the type of people you need to chat with because they're definitely uh very experienced and knowledgeable and all that stuff so that's awesome hey listen don't go anywhere everyone because this conversation (laughs) isn't over ryan um like most of us is a bit of a serial entrepreneur ryan can we talk about underwear for a minute (laughs) yeah absolutely (laughs) (laughs) all right talk to us about your underwear brand and how and and how that came to be and and tell us the story so i've just alluded to let's talk about underwear but really tell us tell us about the story Okay. Uh, so my wife, Jen and I, uh, we, uh, well, first of all, uh, Jen used to be a buyer as well at unlimited and, um, yeah, we, we got married and we've always kind of been pretty hungry for, you know, the, the next thing and what's, you know, and that, uh, we just wanted to start something for ourselves and, you know, have that unlimited possibility of growth and, and that, you know, I mean, at a, at a day job, you can only go so far. And I mean, you definitely want to at some point i mean maybe somebody some people don't have the desire to start something for themselves because it's super scary and it takes a lot of time and investment and stuff but um so yeah we uh my wife is super passionate about uh bikinis and being on the beach and stuff so um she has this brand that she loves uh called acacia swimwear and they had some uh they did like an intimates line and uh it was basically they're beautiful bikinis, but in a little bit of a softer, more intimate fabric. Um, so you could swim in it or you can use it as underwear or whatever. And she's like, man, they don't make it anymore. And it's my favorite. And I wish somebody made beautiful, uh, like premium, you know, elevated underwear like this, like elevated basics, basically, you know, no crazy lace, no Mm -hmm. cheap, fast fashion garbage that you throw away after (laughs) six months. 
you know, seven pairs for 12 bucks or whatever. So, um, yeah, we just started getting samples made and, um, getting fabric swatches sent to us from China and from Bali. And, uh, she started, she went to school for, uh, fashion design as well. So, um, she started working away on illustrator and whatnot and building prints and patterns. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's a long story, but we ended up getting a bunch of samples made and investing uh, in it and starting a, our our little uh, our little company. So and and it's starting to grow now. So it's pretty exciting. All right. So tell us the name of the company, where to find it, how to check it out. Okay. So uh, it's called My Underwear, not M Y. It's M A I, like the girl's name, My. Yeah. So uh, that does lead into some funny conversations where I'm talking about my underwear, but uh, <laughs> it's not my personal underwear. It's M-A-I, my underwear. Um, you can find it at myunderwear.com. Um, and at a bunch of Canadian retailers, there's we have nine shops uh, in Hawaii now. We just got our first shop in California. Um, so yeah, we I think we have I think we have around 30 retailers selling it now. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And we do have also just some, uh, you know, not necessarily underwear that doubles as swim. We do have like a viscose, uh, like bamboo type product as well. That's super soft and breathable. And, um, yeah, so, uh, I'm actually, I got the webpage open in front of me. I'm looking at traffic right now seeing i got a live visitor on there right now so maybe somebody listening is checking it out (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome that's awesome but so this really speaks to not just your entrepreneurial spirit and the desire you know to do something more but you found a gap in the market yeah and took action to fill that gap and i think what i want retailers to hear i mean the thing that inspires me most about this story you know, is that, that, you know, Jen found something that she really loved, it went away, and instead of saying, say la vie, you know, yeah. you guys took action. Yeah, well, what, and I, yeah. I think as a, as a buyer, too, uh, both of us have just seen, we've seen a ton of product, right? Like, we've had, you know, a million t-shirts splashed in front of our face, like, buy this t-shirt with a chest graphic, and eventually you get kind of jaded to certain stuff, and you start seeing patterns, and you start seeing uh, yeah, like just fast fashion stuff that just gets thrown away and bad quality product. That's just, just companies promoting just mass consumerism and disposable garbage product. And that was really one of the things that we were just like, man, like they're like, it sucks to see, like, you shouldn't have to buy seven pairs of, of underwear for 20 bucks because your other ones just fell apart. You should like, there should be a desire for people to want nice quality right. thing that lasts a long time and and people being conscious of what kind of factory it came out of and you know if you can buy seven of something for twenty dollars in canada and the person selling them to you is making twenty dollars an hour right on the other end of that somebody's not getting paid properly and they're not in good working conditions so that was also a big a big part of it too is just trying to trying to offer something that is timeless and beautiful and made well in a place where people are treated properly, you know? So I yeah, know, that's, that's admirable. Kind of, that's so awesome. there's a, you definitely have a bit of a, you know, I want to say a social conscience when it comes to, you know, where products are being, you know, manufactured. There's a big difference between designed in and made in, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, sure. you, it'd be 
it'd be pretty impossible to, I mean, not impossible. It's to make something in Canada and, and profit from it. Um, you could definitely do it, but you have to charge so much for it that it's, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to, you know, there's, there's people have social conscience, but only until a certain price point, right? Right. Until everyone's (laughs) price quality value equation is upside down and then they go back to, well, I'm going to maybe look at the cheaper option. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, that's when you got to start looking for factories, maybe not necessarily in Canada or maybe going to the bottom of the food chain, but find something right. in the middle where people are getting treated properly and you can still actually profit from it. <laughs> yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. So Bali is, is where we get a lot of our stuff made. It's all handmade and it's right. made in a beautiful place by people that care, you know? So. Right. That's good. That's awesome, man. That is that is so cool. Listen, Ryan, thank you so much. Guys, Ryan Belder is the buyer at Unlimited Skate and Snow. Their flagship store is in Banff, Alberta. If you're heading to the Rocky Mountains, you're going to go skiing, skating. You know, you're just going to hang out. You need to stop by and check this store out. Um, Ryan and, and, and certainly Dave and Jen have built a beautiful, beautiful store where you will relish in in their offerings ryan thank you so much for joining us and we're not going to let you go without giving a big plug to my underwear um not my underwear (laughs) but my underwear um that's awesome that's awesome thank you so much um yeah thanks so much for having me yeah it's a pleasure thanks again folks for joining us if you haven't already be sure to subscribe to our podcast there is a great library of stories very much like ryan's and and the work that he's doing you know, at that retail level. Um, And for sure, jump over to thewealthyretailer.com, subscribe to our newsletter. We wanna connect with you and share some of this great content. Have a great day.